What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Peon Podcast. Uh, this is episode 26. Uh, today on the show, we got, I'll try not to butcher his last name, Sean Mazumder. Uh, he is at Hags uh, New York City and also doing a, uh, a new pop-up called Ego Death in New York City. If you're in New York City and you want to have a good time um, and eat some trash, that'll come up in the, that'll make more sense once you listen to the interview. But if you'd like to eat some trash, check him out, uh, Ego Death NYC on Instagram. He's having his first pop-up on the 18th. That's in a couple days. So yeah, get your tickets. If there's some available, uh, go check it out, you know. But, uh, you know, there's there's certain ways that I kind of, find people to, to talk to on this podcast and there, it seems like there's a few avenues it's like either somebody i know uh somebody i reach out to or it's somebody that follows me right and uh i saw uh shams ego death account followed me on instagram and i was immediately like who the fuck is this and uh he's such a cool dude that uh i just Message him was like, "Hey, you want to come on a podcast and have a little conversation?" He was like, "Fuck yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, why not?" And the reason that I I was so interested is because I'm a sucker for for any sort of metal or uh, punk sort of aesthetic when it comes to restaurants because you know everything's so typical and I get it. You're supposed to please your dining public and make it welcoming and stuff like that. But um, I'm a fan of anything that's like a fucking middle finger to the establishment or anything like that. And, you know, cause it's, cause it, for, for one, it's different, you know? And two, I think people are kind of a, the right crowd is attracted to, I don't want to say the right crowd, but you know, a certain crowd is attracted to that sort of mentality because it is different. It's outside of the norm. And, um, and also, you know, people, I don't think people really care that much. It, you know, of course you're going to, you're going to scare away the, you know, the oldies and people who are uncomfortable by the environment, but you know, that's not for them anyway. So if you're blasting some death grips or some fucking power trip or some, uh, you know, dying fetus or whatever it is in the dining room, you know, you're going to attract the crowd that you want to attract, you know? So, and I, and I kind of like that, you know, as, as opposed to just trying to get in as many people as, as you physically can. I don't know. That's just the way I think of it. So I saw his ego death, logo and I was like I gotta talk to this dude this is awesome um and we're down for the conversation so uh yeah that's coming up in a little bit um before we get to the interview as you've you've probably heard before if you listen to the last few episodes but um things have been kind of inconsistent with the podcast just because I'm planning this trip uh and uh speaking of that trip I leave tomorrow so um things are going to be kind of inconsistent just because of the way my life is right now and where I'm at. And I'm fine with that. You know, Uh, I'd rather wait until I have something interesting, uh, an interesting, you know, conversation or something to post. And, um, and so it's going to be kind of sporadic for a bit, you know, hopefully I'll have something to post while I'm in uh, Asia, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I got a few things maybe lined up, but uh, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants with this trip. So, yeah, I leave tomorrow uh, for a, you know, it's like almost like a two-day long trip to get to Korea. I will be spending some, t- some some time in 
Seoul. Then I'm off to Vietnam, where I spend about two weeks, and then uh, Japan for another two weeks, something like that, uh, roughly. But uh, if you'd like to follow my travels, you know, and uh, or just are interested at all in in hearing about the trip, I'm going to be posting uh, some stuff to the Patreon. So feel free to subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, that is Peon Magazine, so patreon.com slash peon magazine. And uh, I usually just put this stuff up for the 5 and $10 tiers. Just because I feel like the $3 tier is just kind of like, hey, like uh, support me. Uh, it's the support tier, right? But the 5 and $10 tiers are like, you know, extra content kind of thing. So if you'd like to follow my travels and hear some of the stories and things like that as they happen, uh, yeah, go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon. Those will be like kind of off the cuff episodes. I'm not sure what they look like, whether it's going to be writing or podcast, probably podcast because they're just a little bit easier to make and then put out, you know, uh, they're, they're off the cuff and, and really easy to tell stories on. Um, yeah. So follow, follow the Patreon if you're interested in that. If you're not interested in sending me any money or spending any money on this content, then, uh, I will be posting stuff on instagram follow me on instagram uh that is peon magazine as well on instagram most of that stuff is uh going to be kitchen related i love finding little glimpses into the world uh the kitchen world in in the places that i travel um if you follow me and you saw me in new orleans you saw a little bit of that stuff i love finding little glimpses into that world because um i don't speak korean or Vietnamese, and I don't speak enough Japanese to have full-on, you know, interviews with people. Um, you know, my idea is to find some expats or people that do speak English. But I, since I can't do that, my the only glimpse I have into that world is finding little, you know, doors that are open or little alleyways or windows and things. So I'm gonna try and find some glimpses into that world while I'm there. And if you'd like to see those, that'd be on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow my personal account, you know, if you know, you know, I'm the real salami boy. If you don't, then you don't know. Well, now you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that happens tomorrow. We'll see how things go um, or when the next. I'll, I'll also post if I if I post something on, on Patreon, I'll also post on Instagram. Um, actually, speaking of that, I recently posted secretly posted a a new mini episode on patreon uh that was a funny conversation that i had with a guy at a bar in in new orleans i don't know if i'll be doing these a lot i mean as much as i can because i never even thought about this before i i hear so many stories people people tell tell me stories all the time not just because i tell them that I, that I do a podcast and that I'm looking for stories, but you know, people just hear that you're a cook or you're a chef or whatever. And they all of a sudden just start telling you stories, which is what happened in this case. Um, but also, uh, you know, people in the industry just start telling you stories too. And, and, and it's stuff that you, I wish I could record, but you know, you're at a bar or whatever. So anyway, I, in new Orleans, I was at snake and Jake's, um, bar, which is a fantastic bar. And the bartender was asking where we're from and what we do. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a chef in, in Austin. And um, and this guy next to us, dude, this dude was like pounding, pounding whiskey and gingers. It was crazy. He had like three in the span of like five minutes, ten minutes, something like that. 
So he's got getting fucking wasted. And he heard he heard us and he started just blathering about like being a chef. And I just hit record on my on my phone, on my voice memos. So if you'd like to hear that, also subscribe to the Patreon. It's like a nine minute episode of this guy and his travels in Miami being a chef. And it's it's kind of funny. So who knows if I'll do more of those just if I can, you know, place the mic without somebody uh, hearing it. Or, or noticing it, then I probably will if it's an interesting interaction. And I'll just post those on, on Patreon. Um, yeah, so uh, what else? Man, I think that might be it. Wow, it's crazy. It's crazy thing. I'll be, I'll be, I leave tomorrow. Um, lastly, new shit up on the store. Uh, got some trucker hats up there. I'm putting them up because people keep requesting them. They're not, they're not tested. I'll be honest. I, I, I haven't, the ones that I, that I recently tested are for a new farm logo. Um, and, uh, they need some, they need some tweaks, you know? Uh, so I won't be selling those quite yet, but the other logos, of peon will be up with, uh, with the trucker version hats because people keep requesting them. But, uh, just to be honest with you, those have not been tested. So, the design could look a little bit wonky. Hopefully it doesn't um, because those are tested designs. Um, but because it's on a new product, it might look a little bit different than the other designs that I have tested. So just be just to be transparent, if you do buy those, it could look a little bit off. Just let me know. You know, if it's off and you're not happy with it, just text me. I'll, I'll, re, I'll reimburse you for it. Um, I'd rather people be happy with the, the shit. And uh, those will be up hopefully today. I'll have them up today before I, before I take off. And, um, and I'll post it on Instagram. And, um, yeah, what else, man? I think that's about it, you know? Okay, before we get into the episode, uh, go follow, I know I already said at the beginning, but, you know, go follow Sham. His new pop-up, Ego Death, is uh, focused on utilizing trash and waste, uh, and uh, which is something I'm very much interested in, I, and, and uh, I, I love that kind of shit. So, um, yeah, follow Ego Death NYC on Instagram. And if you're in the New York area, you know, he's having a dinner on, on Wednesday, uh, 60 bucks a person, uh, check it out, you know? Um, all right. Next time you hear from me, I will be in Asia. Enjoy the episode. I'll see you next time. Okay. You're in, you're in uh, Brooklyn. Is that right? Uh, I'm in Eastville in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got to commend you on the, um, uh, your, anytime, anytime I see like death metal or like any sort of metal esque thing used for promoting a restaurant, I'm a <laughs> sucker for it. Nice. And, uh, cause, uh, yeah. Cause like, I'm just like, I, I'm so tired of like the typical kind of thing that's going on with restaurants or like, you know, big design groups, designing restaurants and stuff. Like most cooks just want a restaurant that like looks like bam or like, um, yeah, yeah, just a big fuck you kind of thing. I don't know. That's the way I take it. <laughs> Another band tee to put in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how did you, how did you settle on that, that sort of aesthetic? I feel like for me, it's just the, I don't know. Every all the logos look really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean wait? Are you you mean your logos, or you mean most logos about like restaurant logos? Most logos look pretty. Like, yeah, for sure. Pretty like 100%. I don't know. They all look the same. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I'm like whatever. I listen to a lot of like 
hardcore and metal and punk uh-huh. and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of other cooks do too. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. Take that. <laughs> so what's uh you you got your first pop up coming up here soon, right? What's um? Yeah, it's gonna be next week actually. So I got a oh. got a hefty prep list. <laughs> so, is it just you just you doing the whole thing um it's me and my friend from yeah the city here we're gonna okay yeah riff on it together um nice. it'll, i'll just have them in for like the day i'm not gonna put them huh? through having to do too much prep <laughs> but we'll, we'll work service together yeah are you gonna be uh like blasting some metal and Shit the I don't know. So the place is kind of like a very chill, like neighborhood wine bar thing. Okay. So yeah. I will see if I can sneak some of that in. <laughs> Maybe toward the end of service. Yeah. Uh, to well, get I mean, people to leave too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like no one wants to listen to metal and stuff while they're dining, except for maybe maybe cooks. Maybe. Yeah, except for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, man. Let's, let's start at the beginning. What, what was your first uh, job in the service industry? First job. Um, so I worked as like a barista in college. Well, actually, I don't know if you would call, if I would put it this way. I wor- I used to work as a caddy in high school, and that oh, like a golf caddy. Yeah, golf caddy. Yeah, my sister. That I would call my like, first yeah. service industry job because you really get to see. Uh, yeah, how people treat one another. Yeah, wait, why? Why did you choose a caddy? Um, my friend was doing it. And he was like, "Oh, the money's good. You only have to work like four okay. hours. The catch is you got to wake up at like five thirty in the morning." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? Um, but do you have any interest in golf? Or you? you didn't no, really absolutely play? not. I hate golf. <laughs> <laughs> so so wait, when uh, like, when they were asking like for easy money, so. Yeah. Did they ask you for for any like advice and stuff? Yeah, and I Caddy's just like <laughs> I you didn't try to bullshit them at all. Oh yeah, I bullshit every time. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, I I could not even tell you. Like I I don't know jack shit about golf at all. Did you just did you give them the wrong like club and stuff like that? I'm sure like, I no, did. The three I'm iron. Sure. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Where where was this? Was this uh, New York as well? No, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. So, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. that was back in like suburban Cleveland. Oh, okay. So I like to consider that my first service job. But then in college, I worked as a barista the whole time, working yeah. coffee, which was fun. Um, was it like a upscale coffee place or no? It was like the college, kind of... like shitty coffee shop. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. It was not studying good yeah it was like a place to study and hang out and but it was like one of the few coffee shops on campus like around campus so it was very busy all the time yeah did you did you enjoy that or did you find any sort of uh oh yeah i loved barista i would totally go back to coffee if i could one day but like i cannot wake up that early (laughs) i know yeah i'm the same way yeah i was always like oh that looks like fun but there's no fucking way I'm w- waking up that early. Yeah. And also to like wake up that early and then have like 40 people line out the door. Yeah. All wanting yeah. like a different drink <laughs> with always yeah. like it sucked. 
Yeah. Yeah. I imagine on college, college campus too. It's a lot of like vanillas and syrup. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 Which seems like a fucking nightmare, especially when you're trying to wake up. Yeah. Total nightmare. And I'm like, I'm yeah. barely awake. Like, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to get through this. Yeah. But it always ends, which is the nice part. Wow. <laughs> That's, a good way. Way. That's a good way to think of it. Yeah. It's yeah. always going to end. The shift it always ends. <laughs> Even when it doesn't feel like it's going to end. And, oh yeah. That's that's a very good way to think about it. It's like it's like uh nihilistic or like defeatist positive. Oh it? yeah. I mean you just gotta you just gotta submit to the will. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing but, uh, easy about it. But that's half the fun yeah, of it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh how long how long did you stay there? So I did that for like three-ish years. Then I tried to like go out on my own with the buddy and like do a little coffee cart. Wait, what did you go? What did you go to uh, college for? Was it any hospitality? No, I went to. I thought I was going to be a diplomat. (laughs) What? No way! I've never heard anybody say that. What do you mean? Like, what's the track for that? Um, I studied like international relations. I was in DC. What? Yeah. Oh no way! Okay. I thought I would go that route. Okay. And then I feel like I kind of caught the the service bug there. Huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Like, did you, were you pretty like buttoned up and like studying pretty hard, but then on the side you were like, had this like metal side to yourself or what? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say I was like an incredible student. I think I spent a little too much time doing all the extracurriculars. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I was just like, I mean, I love traveling, and I feel like for me, I was like, I really want to see the world. So this seems like a yeah. Oh, you get to pay, get paid to see the world, huh? Sick. Okay. But then I was like, actually, I don't know if working for the U.S. government <laughs> is the way to <laughs> yeah, that's go. A, that's a hell of a way to see the world. It seems yeah. like uh, it seems yeah, it seems like a rough, rough existence. I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. The more I learned about it, it's like, yeah, you got to spend two years at a time just stamping like visas in the middle of nowhere god damn uh, not as glamorous as it sounded (laughs) (laughs) did you did you end up graduating with it with that degree uh yeah yeah you just said fuck it after that pretty much um yeah well i actually went to grad school after that i was like okay so i'm not gonna do that then i was like maybe i'll become a professor uh and then did grad school for five years and that was no way man yeah. <laughs> okay Tam, was that the same time you were doing the coffee thing like you said you and your no, the coffee started- thing like went up in flames in like two months so it was like we had a <laughs> we had a great <laughs> idea got it when, uh, when was this was this right after your undergrad yeah this is like right at the end i would say okay um okay. yeah it was like a buddy of mine we we were like, oh, man, the coffee around here is shit. We can do it better. Yeah. And then we we were doing that and making a little, like, boozy coffee stuff on the side, little bootleg situation. And then we, like, brought in somebody who we thought was going to, like, handle all the business stuff for us and, like, didn't do shit. And, yeah, the whole thing kind of fell apart. But, you know, one day maybe it'll come back. 
Damn. Did you buy all the equipment and everything? The yeah, thousand? we bought a lot of shit. We bought yeah, a lot damn. of coffee. It was kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> did you did you end up having you still have coffee from that time? It's like Oh no, not anymore. We just we we ended up just having a party and just blew all the coffee on like this like coffee moonshine. <laughs> so, one last hurrah. That's but, you know, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Wait, so after that you went to grad school. So you weren't you weren't burned at all by that by that uh that incident? Did you end up staying in the service industry? Um <laughs> definitely a little burned. I took a break. Um I was just like focusing on grad school for a bit and then I started I guess I went back in working front of house like toward the end of school so i was like okay what if i went back into this uh okay it was a server job or a bartender yeah it was a server job um well i mean the big thing was like i like during grad school i feel like i spent half my time just cooking so i was like okay maybe this is at home you mean yeah, at home, like, you know, oh, okay. on like dinner parties and stuff like that. I was like, oh, you know, maybe this is a sign. That's a pretty maybe big thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so wait, uh, what was that? What was that server job? The server job, it was like in like a little like French restaurant in Boston. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great place. Um, it's like I learned a lot. Um but I feel like my real intention was like to try to get into the kitchen, but there was no opening. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll work as a oh, okay. server and like hang it until something opens up. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? That's a crazy way to get into the, <laughs> the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I like, you know, when you have no kitchen experience, like you end up <laughs> doing like, crazy shit. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like cooks are like so protective of like, like anybody coming back there especially front of house oh house. yeah i mean this place buddy, was buddy. like a little more yeah. like civilized like it was definitely <laughs> a little more of like a whole house yeah. mentality oh like, that's cool like i oh, think right. like the sous chef started off as like front of house and like oh okay kids. so he, he understands yeah. so there was a lot of like and it was like a no tipping place so like oh, okay. it was it was a kumbaya scenario over there. <laughs> a little more progressive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the clientele like in in Boston? Was it was it? Uh, um, that, it was interesting. It was a lot of like Boston. locals. I think like it was uh, it was definitely like a neighborhood spot. Oh, okay. Um, like big brunch scenario there. Ooh. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. I mean. Don't want to say too much about brunch, but what do you mean? Like, like you can uh, talk brunch all you want. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I hated working that shift. Like working brunch, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Uh, but I mean, fortunately, the clientele is like pretty good. It was a lot of families, so hmm. it was a lot of like parents who were like, "This is my two hours. I get to go out." Oh, at house. brunch, yeah, and they get yeah, yeah, yeah they get a little. So, you know little what? Tipsy. Like, can't say no to that. Ain't nothing wrong. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy it, or were you trying to get out as soon as possible? Um, I was definitely trying to clock out as soon as possible. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it's like it was it was like good coworkers and stuff, but uh-huh. I think I was like, I'm not sure this is like really for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you manage to get in the kitchen there? Or did you uh no. So I so there I was there for like maybe four or five months. And then I ended up moving to New York with the intention of like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, do the thing, work in kitchens in New York. And then Damn. COVID happens. Oh no way. Okay. Yeah. So I moved like to New York literally the first week of March 2020. Jesus. And all right. Okay. I was like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> A week later, whole city shuts down. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. wait, so did you go wait, wait, did you did you have any kitchen experience before you moved to New York to, no. to do that? No. What? Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. Insane. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Everybody talks about like New York is like, uh, you ha- if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? But you want like to that. start. No. <laughs> All right. But I guess, you know, maybe for me, I lucked out, you know, shortage of workers. But oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, so, yeah. That was a crazy time. That was very weird. Wait. Bad timing on my part. <laughs> well, it's not. I mean, no, nobody really knew, but. <laughs> so, so what did you do? Because I don't think restaurants fully open back up until I want to say like. I don't remember it's a blur, but like at least like three to six months after. So what did you, what did you do? How did you get in there? Yeah. So I was like, I mean, fortunately I like came there with like a oh, office okay. job with kind of the intention of like I see. quitting okay. very quickly. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So I just stuck it out with that. It was okay. like a nine to fiver. A computer job working at home yeah. all day which sucked but it was a uh-huh. job so I, I stuck with it and then once things like started opening back up a little bit i want to say this is like summer of 2021 wait so you stayed at that job for, for two years then waiting for everything to open back up damn okay yeah oh, yeah yeah so then Summer of 2021, when like places were like actually uh-huh. like hiring again, I started off as a dishwasher in this like little, it's like like a pop up restaurant kitchen in the basement of like a okay. food hall. Um, it was a real depressing vibe, That's but nice. I was like, all yeah, right, yeah, this yeah. is the only job I can get. I'll start as a dishwasher here. Whatever. Yeah, damn, dude. Yeah. All right. Wait, so what kind of what kind of food was that? What yeah, that? so it, it started off they just had so it's like attached to a wine shop there. So like they pour some of the stuff from the wine shop and then um a, they also like hosted like pop up residency type okay. stuff, like guest chef stuff. Um so yeah, they're like, we need like a prep cook and yeah. dishwasher. <laughs> I was like, I'm your man. Damn. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. So yeah, did that. So I was so at that point I was like working my nine to five like during the week and then damn, working dude. that okay. on weekends. Um and then there was no chef for a second when I first started, like it was just like really like 
just sandbagging a bunch of small plates that like the front of house would yeah. just yeah put on a plate and go um and then eventually with you know some good luck actually um a chef took over as like the resident chef sunny lee um who has this pop-up who had this pop-up banchan by okay. sunny it's like a korean uh banchan oh. pop-up um she's now the chef like the exec chef at this place in brooklyn now doing that stuff but i was fortunate to like have her come take over the helm and yeah that's when i like really got to like see some cool stuff so even though it was a very depressing job at first yeah that's that's some good luck actually yeah, so great luck. Yeah. How much? How much? If you don't mind me asking, how much were you making at that job? Like dish, I can't imagine what dishwasher prep cook work. It was not that bad actually, because we also had to do like food running, so we were able to get in the tip pool. So it was like it ended up being like maybe twenty an hour for that for that job. Yeah, twenty something an hour. You know, I was like, you know, for a job that. <laughs> is pretty easy yeah. <laughs> like i'll take yeah. it <laughs> what uh what was your what was your experience level i guess when you went to that kitchen because you said you did some pop-ups and stuff but um after that um yeah i mean i feel like i mean i didn't go to college i was like there's no way i'm going back to school ever again so yeah. culinary school is out <laughs> and no way i'm going into yeah, debt don't trying do to do culinary school i was like i'm not gonna do that so I honestly have spent a lot of it to, when I was in Boston, okay. just kind of teaching myself. How did you do that? Were you just watching videos um, and reading dude, a lot of books? His videos That's fucking funny, up yeah. a lot. Sure. Um, like, yeah, cookbooks. Just like, I feel like a lot of it was also just like, you know, whenever I go out to eat, I like kind of try to really understand yeah. what's going on what what exactly are the components here how yeah. are they like actually prepared um you know what are the cooking techniques that are kind yeah. of like the staples so i mean a lot of that was okay. just like teaching myself yeah so you had some first. some pretty uh some decent uh nice skills and understanding by the time you got to that uh i mean my nice skills were like not amazing, okay. but not okay. terrible. They're all right, you know. Like, <laughs> how did how enough. did that chef take you when when she first came in? Um, I mean, I think it seemed like okay. she was just happy for the help. Like, she she does she was doing like a lot of this on her own oh, wow. for a long okay. time. Um, I mean, she's a total crusher. Like, I've never like yeah, absolute prep god. Like I've never seen anybody just absolutely yeah, a lot of prep for this. I can't, yeah, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like her, I mean, she she's like she's been like cooking okay. in New York for a long time. Like she's worked at all these like crazy spots and for all these fancy chefs and stuff. So she had, she has a crazy wealth okay. of knowledge. Um, so yeah. it was kind of a nice little coincidence to be able to like have someone like that come yeah in wow that's like amazing do you still you still uh hang out with her and talk to her yeah it's awesome for sure yeah um i just visit her at her where she's 
kind of posted up permanently right now a couple weeks that's ago. awesome okay Just crushing it did uh how long do you stay at that that spot I was there, I want to say like summer until like the Omicron wave where again. basically oh, like yeah. everything shut down again. Yeah, that didn't really happen in Austin like, too much. People were kind of like pushing back a little bit. I, yeah, that's what I, I mean, it felt like so weird during that time because it was like everybody oh, I knew got COVID. Like every, like, every day you get a text <laughs> like, yo, I got COVID. Yeah somebody and like as soon as like my chef had gotten COVID I was like alright it's my time, <laughs> to, my time has come and so yeah they had to shut down like the whole city pretty much shut down in December January again. and that was 2021 um, so yeah yeah that was 2021 okay. going into 2022 damn what did you do what yeah. did you do and then, did the restaurant just shut down you guys do outdoor seating or to-go's or situation no, I mean, this is the place was like, okay. it's, it's like in a basement of like a food hall. So like there was no question Damn. of outdoor or anything. Um, so, yeah, they shut it down. Um, yeah. And then I was like, I guess that's time to go on to okay. the next thing. So I ended up taking a job at this uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Oh, nice. Okay. In Brooklyn. I was like curious about. Is it uh is it like a high end Vietnamese food. spot or or just affordable? Um, it's okay. a high I brow, like, low like brow <laughs> Vietnamese spot. Like uh, the it used it was kind of a staple with the previous owner. Like it was kind of like a pho okay. focused joint, and then eventually, like the new chef who took over, like had worked at. Okay. He's Vietnamese Mexican. And he took over the lease once the old, the old owner was like uh-huh. calling it in. Was the older um, owner like an old guy? And he had worked at like Blue oh, Hill, damn. Mission Chinese. That's amazing. All that um, was was the old owner yeah. like an older guy? And then yeah. he just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he was just okay. retiring. It's been around for a while then. And so the new okay. chef, Eric Tran, all right. yeah, took over um, the keys and kind of like, flip the menu so they started doing like vietnamese mexican food uh that's his heritage and there's like a tasting like a six eight course tasting damn. menu that's oh on top there, of an so. a la carte kind of situation damn and that's where you're at right now yeah oh okay. that's where I, okay. I i was at um oh. in january till like Wait, what was remember. what was that jump like? Because you went from <laughs> just prepping and like to yeah, then they Damn. threw me right on grill there, which was kind of that's insane. Five. Did they kind like of crazy? What uh, what kind of grill was it? Was it? Very was it grill or a... well, at first they're like, yeah. all right, you're gonna work manger. and then I was like, okay, chill. Then they're like, actually, you're gonna work. Grill. God damn! I was like fuck. <laughs> But I learned I learned a lot really fast there. I mean, I would say like at this point at that point in my career, like I was still pretty bad. Yeah, like I was not amazing in any sense at all. Um, but I feel like you know when you're working station like that, like you yeah you're like exactly forced to get pretty good. Are you gonna sink? Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, you're gonna um, go down in the flames. Did, did you learn any like? Because there's a huge difference between uh, home cooking and and like working a station like that, where you have to be prepared for anything. Did you did you have that knowledge, yeah. or did they sort of like guide you along for that? Uh, I mean, they definitely like guided me along. I feel like that is probably the first job where I like learned how to like okay. really move in a kitchen, you know, like how to like really yeah. like set up a, a station, how to think about like timing fires, yeah. all of that, like what you can sandbag, yeah. what you can't sandbag, like all that stuff. So the stuff that like, you know, I feel like up until then, like I still okay. have like a home cook mentality. It's like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing and then yeah. I'm gonna do that thing and then yeah. I'm do this thing. And then I'm like three hours <laughs> later, I have dinner. Yeah. And I feel like that was the restaurant where I first really am like, all right, so actually I'm gonna one, be working one, uh, ten yeah. different things on this grill. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I need to know how long each thing takes so I can tell my station partner, like, all right. Yeah. Here's where I'm at, you know, or something's coming yeah. off two stations, like little crossfire. You know, yeah, do that. So that was a uh, how did, how did that, that was go? Less. <laughs> um, it was like okay for a while, and then I feel like I uh-huh. eventually got like pretty good at it. Um, because I mean, the menu didn't change a ton. Most of the stuff. But it was a lot of like, you know, all right, well, we got this protein in today. We're going to cook it on the grill like this. Like, and you just find yeah. out like, yeah, oh, as I've been there. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like by the end, there's like a lot more of that type of stuff, which I mean, I, I like felt that's like be- that's that better though um, than, like, than like having to worry about it before it happens. If they just throw it on the station, you just have to figure it out. Yeah, you're like, all right. Yeah, they're like, you're I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't have a second to think about it or overthink sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I did that. And then in the summer, I feel like, yeah. I, I mean, I really enjoyed working there. And I the, the sous chef there at the time uh-huh. I was working there was an awesome guy. I really loved working with him. And he was definitely... Yeah. A really good mentor. Um, probably had a little too many beers. <laughs> That's part of it, them, yeah. But did, did that take a little bit of a learning curve too? Yeah. Or uh, do grad school students drink a lot too? I don't really know actually. Because <laughs> drinking. Um, I feel like yeah. it's a different kind yeah. of drinking yeah. in sure. grad school versus line cooking. Um, but also not that dissimilar because it's always yeah exactly yeah, it's just yeah something. you're just bitching or yeah <laughs> talking shit yeah yeah or talking shit yeah so I worked there and then I was like all right I need to like level up and learn like really how to like work tight and clean I mean like the food there at the spot I was at the Vietnamese spot was like incredible I think uh-huh. probably some of the best food in the city. Um, but it was not okay. like the tightest kitchen yeah. in New York by any chance. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm pretty new at this. Like, and I need to like learn yeah. some good habits first and like how to really like, that's a good, clean and that's a really good thing to, to, to realize. So, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was, otherwise I was like, I'm going to be going down in flames yeah. somewhere. And yeah. it's going to be bad. So yeah, did that. Then I moved to this wine bar, Four Horsemen. Um, okay, I've heard about that place. Owned yeah. by the singer of LCD Sound System. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, dude. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we get to that, what was your... Did you stodge any places? Or what was your like decision process there? Because... No, you that was into... the only place I stopped. That was it. I was like, all right, I want to work here. <laughs> oh, really? So you you just went straight for that? You gunned for that? Wow. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. What, what, made, yeah. what made you choose that place? Because, I mean, New York's full um, of amazing, like, tight, incredible restaurants. and I think um, it was just like I had dined there once. Okay. And it was really good. Uh-huh. Like, very, very good. Um, I thought the hospitality there was cool too. Like uh-huh. just like really on point. Like the the whole thing okay. just seemed like a really tight ship. Um and I don't know, at that point I feel like I was very interested in like wine bar yeah. style food, that type of cooking. And so I was like, this seems like manageable potentially. But I think I'll learn a lot of like good you, habits and stuff here. So yeah. Did you feel like any sort right of anxiety thing. or about about uh, moving too far, like up in terms of like quality and stuff? Yeah, I felt that oh, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I was so anxious. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. I, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, when I got there, I don't know. Yeah, it was. I was like, yeah, this okay. place is fucking hard. Okay, so <laughs> actually. So, did you stage there at all, or was did they just give you the job? Yeah, there was a. We, it's like it was like a two day what? trail or something. Two day stage, and then damn, okay, yeah, okay, two days. Um, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. It's like you know the show up, pick herbs, do whatever you know project that one of the line cooks doesn't want to do. Probably, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, what are you then, doing that second day though? The second day, you just like do that again and like hang out, hang around for service. Okay. Um, All right. All right. But it's a tight kitchen, so you, it definitely felt a little weird hanging around in service because it's like a three-person line. It's like an apartment-sized kitchen. <laughs> like, Damn. I don't know how they do, did what they did there, but it's pretty impressive. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah. So you got the job. Got the job. Um, started there. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was horrible. I was so bad. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> like, I was so spun out every day. So I I had gone from, like, a place where, like, your, your station is more or less prepped out for you already. Oh, okay. Um, and then you, you just work service? You just, like, ride in for service and break down. Ooh, and, like, yeah. work on the prep yeah. list for the next day. And then there, it's like, all right, you show up, you prep out your station, you have to worry yeah. about your orders off your station, then you got to work service, then you yeah. got to, like, write your prep list for the next day. So, like, I was like, there's so much happening God right damn, now. yeah. That's, yeah, they threw you right in. Yeah, they, they really throw you right in. And, like, I am, like, when I'm... I'm definitely like a nervous prepper. So like, I'm like, all right, I need to have a backup. Now I need to have a backup to my backup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so 
you know, I just, I don't think I like prepped very smart. So like time management was very bad. Then I was yeah. like, oh shit, I got to like figure out what I got to order for tomorrow. I didn't keep track of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, Damn. Yeah, it was bad. But yeah. I feel like I met like really, really just like some of the best cooks in the city there. Like best okay. people to work with. Like, and then like best people just like as friends there. So yeah, Ooh, build me out quite a bit. <laughs> nice. Did you, did you, did you improve while you were there? Do you feel like you improved? I feel like I definitely improved. Um, I think for me, it's like, I was just like, I was so in my head there all yeah. day every day and like that's like yeah. your enemy when you're exactly on the line like for being sure. in your head is just it's a death sentence <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah for sure man so what what ended up happening there um so then i i like i was just yeah it was just like not working out like this is it was like the wrong place wrong time yeah for me. so it was just like yeah. I needed something different. Like I was when it was the point was like you know having like stress dreams and stuff every night. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what, what were your stress dreams? Because for me, it's like it's like falling or like running from stuff. Oh, mine was perpetually like, oh, I forgot to order this. Like, do you ever wake? Did you ever wake up like at three a.m. or something like that? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, shit. every time, every time. <laughs> and I like go to text yeah. the sous chef. I'm like, okay, this is a bad idea. There are like times where I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna go to the like grocery store and hand shop it on my way to work. <laughs> How did they take that? Oh, they never find out. Well, I guess they oh, might shit. if they listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you fixed the problem, right? Yeah. Just, like, well, I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I forgot to order limes. Fuck it. I'll just go buy some limes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you ever get chewed out for that kind of uh for not having something ordered? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, stuff like happened a lot. I remember there is like some. I felt so bad. There was like, uh, like dulse, like one of the dishes, like had dulse powder on it, and like you can't find yeah. that shit anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, like, if you're not like two ordering stores it that that sell it. So uh-huh. it was like right during service. I thought I had saw. You know, you know, it's like one of those um, things where you like you thought yeah. you saw something. Then you like actually yeah. open it and you're like, that's not actually oh. it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. You're like, no, I, I saw it up there. And then somebody goes, look, they're like, this is not there. This, this is this. not that. And then I like, yeah. I open the thing. I'm like, holy fuck. It's not there. <laughs> oh, this is like 10 minutes before service is about to start. Like, oh, God, dude, that feeling. It was awful. It was oh, so bad. Fucked. And then, like, I had to make my buddy who's going to be helping me for this pop-up <laughs> <laughs> fucking bike <laughs> to go to the store and go get the fucking dull Oh, powder. damn. So you got it. You, you had yeah, something to grab it. getting it. But damn, that's crazy. It was so bad. But I mean, I made other fuck ups too on shit. Like, definitely like one night where we had like 86 like a mainstay like a staple dish because i didn't order it and i was like oh no dude that That was bad feels horrible dude well now you won't make those mistakes again i'll never make that mistake again i'm exactly yeah never 86 a dish (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's the one benefit of those making those huge mistakes is that you you it's always stuck in the back of your head and always haunting you so you're never gonna never gonna i feel like 
you know, for me, like, I feel like the biggest lessons for me were just like all the fuck ups I made there. And I made a ton. But now I was like, after that job, I feel like I rolled into like all my trails after that. Just like, all right, I'm never going to be in my head ever again. (laughs) I'm just going to show up and be like, all right, I'll work your station for you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. So even though that time was very stressful and probably, yeah, wasn't, wasn't great. I feel like I learned a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's great. Where'd you go after that? So then after that, I was like trailing around, um, just trying to figure out like what I really wanted out of cooking in a restaurant and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What do you Uh, mean trailing around? Like you just went to a few spots and hung around or what? um, No, I just like emailed a bunch of places and just like hey i'm interested in a job and just kind of scheduled a bunch of trail just to like see i mean as we kind of talked about before like i hadn't been to that many spots i was like okay i want to like see what places look like in the city you know what's going on i was like talk about you talk about higher end yeah for just like working Okay. And then I was like, all right, it's like, do I still want to work like, you know, wine bar thing? Do I want to do like the tasting menu, Michelin stuff? Do I want to do like, just like sling it somewhere? And yeah. Just, yeah. So I took some time, went around a bunch of spots and then ultimately settled on the place where I'm at now. Um, it's called Hags, and okay. it's like a little tasting menu spot. It's like 16 seats, um, and they had opened like a couple months for a couple months and then had to close down, and then they're like reopening, looking for staff again, and I was like, all right, I think I'm like curious about this tasting menu thing. Yeah, um, seems like kind of an interesting opportunity to like work on an opening team and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up there. So wait, you just wanted to work more tasting menu? Um, yeah, I, I was like curious about like you know what what's this all about? Like what's it's definitely a a different service, right? It's very like, different service. Um, yeah, it's not as like hectic. Everything's not like I don't know. Everything's a lot more smooth. It's like you know what you're expecting throughout the yeah. day. Yeah. Well, when when things go right, well, it's yeah, very smooth. Sure. When things for go sure. wrong, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that could sure. be said about anywhere, I guess. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of, there and yeah. still there now. How long have you been there? Uh, I think I just went past a year at this point there. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. What kind of, what kind of uh, tasting menu is it? What kind of Um, so they have like a vegan and a non-vegan menu. Um, okay. So it's like six courses, kind of like your standard format. Um yeah, I, I thought, I mean, another thing that sounded like interesting to me was the vegan part of working yeah. here. Because there's not a ton of, like, you know, fine dining mm-hmm. spots yeah. that are, like, you know, vegan. Yeah, whatnot. sure. I mean, I guess there's, like, 11 Madison Park now, but I was like, there's no way I'm working there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks whack. 
I'll do it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So this sounded like kind of a cool opportunity. I was like, this seems like a gap in like my knowledge. Like, I don't really know that much about vegan cooking. Uh huh. So I was like, I'm yeah, like learn some cool stuff here. I think I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, vegan restaurants or people who cook vegan food don't make it its own distinct thing, which is my main gripe about it. It's like it's always trying to pretend to be like normal like meat. oh yeah it's like, like imitation you know I mean? thing exactly yeah but if you went just more into the vegan side of it i think it'd be a lot more interesting oh yeah i totally yeah. like there's no reason like where you gotta like turn something into a vegan yeah. sausage like exactly uh, the thing like the like vegetables and shit are good like you don't need are, to they're already, yeah <laughs> they're already good enough yeah you don't need exactly. to make it worse actually <laughs> like some yeah. of that that was like this stuff like I feel like that's a, a commonly held belief about, you know, vegan or vegetarian cooking where it's like, you know, it's like your Satan sausage or whatever. It's like, you know, the yeah. shit you see in Trader Joe's or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, even vegans don't like that shit. Like <laughs> nobody likes yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. it's been interesting that- to like learn how to really I feel like it really forces you to learn how to like cook well. Like sometimes like when you have a steak or something, it's just like, all right, you just sear it in a pan real quick and just like, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think you guys also have really good produce uh, in New York too. So you, you yeah, I mean the produce, like, yeah, there's like a, you know, farmer's market and everything. Produce is generally pretty good here. Like Hudson Valley produce in New Jersey is actually, you know, yeah, pretty good. You know, probably might be the best thing coming out of Jersey is the produce. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and gasoline and Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sopranos, definitely. Yeah. Um, but... What kind of vegan uh, vegan food is it? You said it's tasty many, right? So yeah, so it's like you guys focus um, on vegetables and kind of round it out that way. Yeah, I mean it's like vegetables, like vegan proteins, and kind of like prepared in interesting ways. Or like it's a lot of long cooking stuff, like really working to like develop flavor. Okay. Um, there's, I mean. We work a lot with tempeh at the restaurant, actually, just because it's like we're able to like source some really good stuff um, right now. And like the product is like super good and super Uh fresh. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like the name of the game for us on vegan cooking is like, how do we generate the most flavor possible from stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. that requires like, you know, using a lot of different techniques, like doing some interesting sauce work, like all of that. So I think it does like challenge you to use, you know, not rely on just one thing for a dish. Like it may require like multiple different techniques and stuff like that yeah that seems like a pretty standard like tasting menu mentality that's yeah. cool yeah, yeah how how's it going with uh with that because it's been open for a year you said yeah it's been open um, for a little over a year now um 
Yeah, I mean, things are busy. I mean, it's funny because it's like it's a 16-seat restaurant. We're like, it's busy if we have 25 covers, which is crazy <laughs> to think. Like, I never I thought know, I'd right? say that. And I feel like yeah. I doubted it when I started there. I was like, 25 covers? Easy. Like, really <laughs> it in every night. Yeah, and but I'm then like, when you think about it, it feels like yeah. 200 right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If what? How many courses is it? It's six courses. Yeah. Um, and then we offer like a four course, like, um, vegan dessert tasting menu too. Uh, oh, and damn. Then okay. there's like supplements and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like people think that, yeah, you always think it's like a small number, but then you do the math on how many dishes you're serving a night. You're like, what? I serve yeah. 2, you do dishes. math on how many crazy. dishes yeah. and then on yeah. how many touches each dishes gets. And you're exactly, like, oh, exactly. <laughs> That's where it gets all complicated and, and wild. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Damn. Yeah. So um what's uh what's the what was the impetus for uh for ego death? Are you uh just trying yeah. to branch out or um trying I to add like... your workload, trying to have less less of a personal <laughs> <one>? <laughs> Yeah, that definitely. Um <laughs> I feel like for me, part of it is kind of a response to what I I feel like I've been seeing in my experience working in restaurants where like there's so much waste. Okay. Like, yes, a hundred percent. I think 100%. like the thing that maybe very few things piss me off, but the thing that pisses me off most is like when a place is like right in your ass for clocking out or like when you clock in, but then it's like half mm. the food is in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. that's like money you're throwing out in the garbage, you know. Yeah, and and flavor, like people yeah. don't. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Tons wild how much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, uh, the restaurant I work at, um, I pretty much create most of the things that I do from trash. Like I love just taking waste from other Me people's too. dishes and just making something from it. Because I'm I'm not very good at creating something out of thin air, but if I have like this, this, and this, I can like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll put it together like this. But, um, and then it's way better than it going in the trash for sure. Yeah, way better. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, so part of that was like, man, I feel like every restaurant I've seen or been in, it's like, there's so much trash. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going (laughs) to... try to do something that like focuses on like how to make the trash good. Like you could definitely like, I feel like you could go to pretty much every restaurant on a block in New York city, take all their trash and then make, you know, a whole restaurant from it. Probably. Yeah. I know, I'm sometimes I think about that. Like maybe that's the move. Like, <laughs> food costs are going to be zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so wait, is, how are you going to build a pop-up from, are you building it from waste or is that just your, your idea that you, um, so the idea is like using like all of the ingredients on one dish. So it's like, you know, so like right now I have like an onion dish. So it's like, I need onions, like nice petals and stuff for the garnish, but that creates a trim. So I'm going to use for a stock. And then huh. it's like I'm making subis, and that also generates like, you know, there's all the like trim or whatever you know, yeah, cuts that paper you can use, that yeah, you can use yeah. for other components. So it's like, hopefully, it's like you don't see any of that onion in the trash, but it's like all on the plate. So that's kind of yeah. like the idea. Um, yeah. 
you know, I'm able to work with right now. I think if I, you know, had a much bigger operation and like yeah. all the nice parts of having a restaurant and stuff, like you could do a lot more. But right now I think the the focus is like, all right, so I, I got the chicken dish. How can I use all the scraps to make this like the most chickeny chicken dish I can? Yeah. So like none of that goes to waste here. So like I think part of it is like for me, it's like a response to like the way in which places like menus even work in restaurants. Like in a lot of restaurants, it's like you don't even have a spot for that type of like the trim and the waste and all mm-hmm. that stuff like on the menu because it doesn't fit for whatever reason. You know, it's like, yeah, no, well, we have this see, dish yeah. and like that won't work with this dish. So goes and goes yeah. you know yeah yeah so, dishes or menus are built around like what people want to serve as opposed exactly. to exactly like, waste yeah in a lot of ways like i'm like why are we doing that like i think we should or like i would prefer to just make a menu that's all-encompassing it's like you get yeah the entirety of that ingredient and hopefully like i've done my job like cooking where it's like you feel like, whoa, you know, it's listed as a pepper on the menu, but like, this is the most peppery pepper dish like I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Designing the menu around that, like ingredients rather than like dishes. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I like that. Cause I, 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 um, I'm most proud of, uh, the stuff that I do when I'm like, you take a dish out, it's like say a cheese. Right. And then you later in the meal, you tell them like, bring the second dish out to the customer. You're like, Oh, remember that cheese you had? Like we use the whey bright product for this yeah. and with the potatoes you had, we use this, the butts of that potato to do this. And like, yeah, I think it's really interesting. People are like uh, engaged in, in how the dishes like correlate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like, and I, I find it like just intellectually interesting. Yeah. Like as a puzzle, yeah, sure. it's like, how do I put all this together? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, it's all true. right. Like, I have these components, I have this trim, I have these scraps, I have this ferment, I have whatever, this stock I made. It's like, what is, like, an interesting way to, like, put this all together? And I feel like that can allow for a lot of creativity, even though there's a lot of, like, constraint imposed on it. It's like, this is the box I'm going to work in, but, like, I'm of the mindset that, like, any creativity and like cooking comes from working within a box. Like, yeah, for you're sure. just like, I'm going to do yeah, anything I want and I have access to anything I want. It's just like, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be. Yeah. I, I think it does get a little messy. Yeah. The more, <laughs> interesting, the more interesting stuff is yeah. When it comes from like some sort of constraint for sure. Yeah, it's like, least, this is the box I'm going to work in. And it's yeah, like, exactly. Generates like cool or interesting ideas. And yeah. maybe like not all of it works. No, uh, not but, every idea is going to work, but I feel yeah. like even if a dish doesn't work, maybe there's like something like to yeah. tweak for next season. It's like, all right, yeah. this is or at least it's more interesting than just, you know, the typical th- sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But also like, I feel like a big impetus is just like, I don't know. I guess it's like immigrant mentality. It's like, you gotta you can't throw anything away. 
Like, <laughs> in that way, I'm like, I mean, I do this yeah. shit at home too. I'm like, all right, if like my partner is like chopping scallions or something, like, wait, no, 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 keep the butts. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like hoarding, <laughs> yeah, hoarding all the the scraps and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, I have yeah. like freezers just like full of packed. Tactful, yeah. Aggregate. Yeah. Well, I see you got the Noma book right there. You got to start like, you got to start. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and shit and like fermenting those, <laughs> get those, get those books out of there and start fermenting shit up there. Yeah. yeah for sure. Exactly. What's, uh, what are you looking forward to with this, with this dinner? Are you, uh, you scared shitless or are you excited? It's a little bit it's of coming both. up, uh, coming up in, uh, like a week, week yeah, or so right now. Week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I think it's um, part of me is like, you know, I feel like I know I can make food taste good. I think the idea is more like, does the at this point in like the pop up in the early stages, it's like, does the idea come across? Like, does it make sense? Like, is this a, mm-hmm. a convincing like thesis? Really? Is that how people think about pop-ups in uh, in New York? Because in, in Austin, it's mainly just like it's a it's a way to just get your food out there. I don't think people think... Yeah, but I feel like there's it. so many pop-ups in New York. It's like you really yeah. need like some sort of strong concept. Like... Yeah. There, sure. I mean, I don't think like... You know, I'm no bigwig chef, so I can't just be like, yo, it's me. I'm popping up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think people are more attracted to an idea anyway. Like, Yeah. So I think that's the, trying to get some data on that. You know, like, is this an <laughs> okay. interesting idea to people? Is okay. this worth pursuing? Um, but also, it's like, I don't know. It's nice to, like, cook your own food, too. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That'll be cool. When was the last time you had you put your uh, your own food out there? Um, it's been a while. Like, I feel like you know, I've I've had some dishes on the menu at the spot mm-hmm. I'm working at now. Yeah, so, like that is definitely like an interesting process of like putting your own food out there. Especially yeah. like in the in the format of a tasting menu where I'm like, whoa, people are paying a lot of money. Yeah. And like I'm always like, it's not good enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> well it that's can always good be changed. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah. would change this or I would change that, or like, you know, there's always something to improve. Yeah, for sure. So but I feel like this is different in the sense of like, you know, it's got my name on it now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, at the restaurant I'm at at the restaurant, it's like it's their name. It's like tags, but yeah, you can hide behind it a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you know, but here it's like it's, it's all you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh and it's like, you know, pop ups are interesting in a way like here like i feel like there's a big culture of them just because like there's just a lot of cooks and chefs and stuff in new york city with like yeah for sure you know the the four walls of a restaurant like don't really make sense to be working in or like you know Mm -hmm. they don't have the opportunity to like really express creativity 
through yeah you know a traditional kitchen so there's just a lot of stuff here that is very like interesting so i think part of me is like whoa like i've been to them and i'm like damn they're really good <laughs> so it's like the yeah. bar is high here the bar is really high um, yeah it is yeah i feel like this is the first time since like 2009 or 10 or whenever david chang was like doing his thing and like mission chinese was getting started i think it's like the first time since then where i feel like people are trying to break out of the mold of like get a cooking job work up the line then yeah. that chef gets a restaurant then that chef helps everybody else get it you know what i mean like people are like tired of it yeah i mean i'm like i'll, I'll never friggin yeah. be a chef anywhere it's like that seems like the worst job <laughs> yeah 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 it being a i mean being a being a chef is kind of a shitty job but uh, yeah we at least we enjoy it you know to some extent you know yeah so but yeah i mean there, i totally agree like there definitely is a move like where it's like there are a lot of people like going straight from line cook to opening their own spot. Like I think, yeah, the old like working your way up the ladder seems like yeah. it's not really a thing anymore. At least, yeah, that seems like it's I see, you know, from my which, which, point, I I like it. I think it's great. It's I think it's better. great too. Um, and yeah, you don't you don't you don't need like you said that you don't need these four walls to like hold you. You can just open a restaurant anywhere you want. You know, yeah. Open a restaurant in a restaurant. Yeah, open, open a restaurant, restaurant in a restaurant. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's your uh what's your plan going forward? You uh you're just gonna kinda do this dual gig for a while and see how it goes, or are you gonna play see how uh the eighteenth goes and, and then go from there? I think it's a uh, yeah, you know, try to ride the line doing both. Okay. For as long as I can. Um, try to kill yourself in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, I still have some stuff I want to like learn like in traditional kitchens. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. I feel like where I'm at is like there's a lot of like creative stuff and just like ideas that I feel like I don't really get to spend time on in a kitchen because like you're just mm-hmm. too Head busy down. doing other stuff yeah, like for sure and then it's like you yeah. know i think like part of me is like i feel like i'm gonna get really bored if i don't have that creative outlet yeah so part of me is like all right i'm gonna think of like my kitchen work as like that's like school still like i'm still learning yeah i gotta learn that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. And it's like the pop-up stuff is like recital time. It's like, all right, <laughs> take what I learned and <laughs> go see if okay. people like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we'll leave it there, dude. Um, yeah. I appreciate you coming on and talking, man. It's been great. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. No problem, man. All right, all dude. Right.